Welcome to episode 31 of AI.Cooking, a podcast about artificial intelligence. Hello, wonderful winners. Welcome to AI.Cooking, episode 31, a podcast about artificial intelligence. I am Gregory William Forsyth Foreman from the Kingdom of Kent, who brings you news about artificial intelligence from the second half of May 2022, and AI Knowledge Corner. Well, I've done lots of podcast things over the last couple of weeks. I even slipped in some end of show mixes for the No Agenda Show podcast. Yeah, I'm really getting my act together. We've released an episode of Smashcast. That's episode 10, I think. And I was a guest on Abs and a Six Pack, which is a good show. You can feel free to check out both of those in a modern podcast app at newpodcastapps.com. Find one there. It's much better than your average podcast apps. But why am I telling you that? I'm preaching to the confirmed here. The reason why you are wonderful winners is because you're listening to this. Yes. And that makes you a winner by default. Hmm. Before we continue, let's read the boostergram that we received recently. Sir Sean of the Allegheny Valley, a.k.a. Sean McCune. And I believe his message was, I work in artificial stupidity. <laughs> well, well done, Sean. I'm sure we're allowed to say Sean's name, aren't we? It's written down here. Must have some sort of permission. Well, thank you for being the first Boostergram booster for AI.cooking, as far as I'm aware. This is wonderful. Well done, everyone involved. For making this thing happen. What a what a wonderful world where we can receive three hundred no, sorry, three thousand three hundred and thirty-three Satoshis sent using Castomatic. And if you want to send us boostergrams yourself, just go to podcastindex.org forward slash apps in your web browser. Pick one of the apps. Charge your Bitcoin Lightning wallet therein, and you can boost the gram too. Exciting, isn't it? Oh, gives me tingles. Our main news story of this fortnight is Clearview AI stops selling facial recognition database access to private companies, but will continue to work with law enforcement. That's good. It's good that. Companies work with law enforcement, isn't it? <laughs> Summary. The ACLU has reached a settlement with facial recognition company Clearview AI that will restrict the company from selling its database of face prints to most private entities. The non the non-profit announced on Monday. The settlement Filed Monday in a federal court in Illinois, bars the company from selling its biometric data to most businesses and private firms across the US. The company also agreed to stop offering free trial accounts to individual police officers without their employers knowing or approving, which had allowed them to run searches outside of police departments' purview. 
The settlement is the biggest legal action taken against the company yet, over its database of billions of photos that has been used by private companies, wealthy individuals, and federal, state, and local law enforcement agencies, according to the ACLU. <laughs> yeah, what a, what a bunch of bunches there. Private companies, wealthy individuals, and federal, state, and local Those guys, round them up. Quotes from their press release. Clearview AI, the facial recognition technology company that provides photo identification technology to law enforcement agencies across the country, has reached a settlement agreement in Illinois State Court that confirms the company's compliance with the state's privacy law. The settlement does not change Clearview's current business of providing access to its search engine to government agencies for the purpose of investigating crimes and enhancing national security. Want on that, Clearview AI's CEO said, The court's endorsement of the BIPA settlement is an achievement for Clearview AI's customers and our mission of providing justice to victims of crime across the country. Clearview AI intends to serve private sector clients with product offerings that are not affected by this agreement focused on our core mission of enhancing security. The settlement agreement filed in Illinois Circuit Court of Cook County disposes of a lawsuit brought by Plaintiff American Civil Liberties Union, or ACLU, under the Illinois Biometric Information Privacy Act, or BIPA, BIPA, which makes exemptions for government and government contractors banking, and bank affiliates, as well as consent-based usage. Key elements of the settlement. Clearview AI will continue to serve its law enforcement and government customers by providing them our facial recognition search engine tool, which searches a growing database of 20-plus Billion publicly available images, the largest database of its kind anywhere in the world. Clearview AI will be able to provide its powerful FRT FRIT, algorithm to private commercial entities for security purposes. Clearview AI did not admit any liability. Oh, no, no, no. The company agreed to pay only $250,000 in plaintiff attorney's fees and will pay no damages to anyone. Right, so the ACLU is annoyed that the Bipper thing's being broken in Illinois and they've used that to stop... Clearview AI from doing what now? Because <laughs> it seems like they're just going to do exactly what they want to do anyway. <laughs> As always, when you get fined or taken to court or anything like that, that's just a, a, a method for economic attrition, isn't it? Well, the deployment of economic attrition. If you've got more money than I have, more chances are that you're going to be able to starve me out in the judicial system wherever you are and win <laughs> uh, rules for thee but not for me in other news 
Apple AI boss left. Shortly speaking, short summary from the tweet of Zoe Schiffer, the tech reporter at The Verge. Ian Goodfellow, Apple's director of machine learning, is leaving the company due to its return-to-work policy. (laughs) He doesn't want to go back to work. (laughs) In a note to staff, he said, I believe strongly that more flexibility would have been the best policy for my team. He was likely the company's most cited machine learning expert. More info about this departure. Goodfellow leaves Apple for Google. He and Goodfellow oversaw machine learning and artificial intelligence at Apple. However, Goodfellow recently left Cupertino, citing differences between him and the company concerning in-office work. Currently, Apple expects employees in person two days a week. Two days. <laughs> I can't I can't be bothered to get out of my bed for two days a week. Employees were going to start arriving to the office three days a week, Mondays, Tuesdays and Thursdays. However, the recent rise of COVID-19 cases has halted this idea. According to Bloomberg's Mark Gurman, Sources say Google is bringing Goodfellow to the DeepMind division as an individual contributor. German stated that his source has asked not to be identified due to news of the hiring not officially being made public. Yeah, more anonymous sources familiar with the matter. Three days a week. That's laughable. What was what Google employees? Would you just turn up once a week? Is it? (laughs) Sorry, I've I have got a bit of hay fever, I think, going on. So I'm a bit nasally. Apologies for that. I am blowing my nose all the time. The move is a bit of a reunion, as Goodfellow is one of the foremost machine learning researchers. He worked as a researcher at Google until 2019. DeepMind declined to respond for comment. However, German stated that Alphabet has a more relaxed return to office policy than Apple. <laughs> this guy's such a lazy bum. While Google is asking employees to return to the office, it is generally approving exemptions for most employees that choose to work from home. Goodfellow has yet to start the new job. Goodfellow served as a director of machine learning within Apple's Special Projects Group, supervising engineers developing autonomous technology. German notes that the director level is one of the most senior at Apple. When factoring in retail employees, Apple hovers around 170,000 people. On the other hand, the company has only around 1,000 directors. <laughs> wow, 1,000, that seems like a lot, but maybe it's not, I don't know. And for your thrice slice, NVIDIA pays $5.5 million for allegedly hiding how many gaming GPUs were sold to crypto miners. 
NVIDIA will pay $5.5 million to settle charges that it unlawfully obscured how many of its graphics cards were sold to cryptocurrency miners. Ah, yeah. Damn you, cryptocurrency miners. I had to pay bundles for my GPU. I didn't have to pay it. I chose to pay it. Could have just stuck it out with the old one for another year and waited for the prices. But god damn it, I was impatient. It was a 3060, in case you're asking. I got it in a bundle with a CPU. I think it's an i7-700K, I think, uh, for about 800 English pounds last year. I'm only using the GPU. The G the, the CPU is still sat somewhere. I've got a Bible in motherboard. It doesn't fit my old one. <sighs> well, I don't have to. I just choose to if I want to, I suppose. Right, where were we? The US Securities and Exchange Commission announced the charges and a settlement with the company. Its order claims Nvidia misled investors by reporting a huge boost in revenue related to gaming, hiding how much of its success relied on the far more volatile crypto market. Nvidia isn't admitting to wrongdoing as part of the settlement, but it agrees to stop any unlawful failures to disclose information. Note, at first glance, this news item is not related to artificial intelligence, but appearances can be deceiving. NVIDIA is considered one of main AI stocks, as mentioned in Knowledge Corner later on this episode. Mm-hmm, tickle tickle one a nipple little tease. Because of two reasons. Their graphics chips are used also for training of machine learning models, but also NVIDIA is making specialized AI chips, and by chips, we don't mean component of fission chips hot dish, but we mean integrated circuits. <laughs> yeah, or chips, the compressed potato stuff that you find in bags and eat the high salt content things. Hold on, I've got my daughter at the door here. What's she want? I've got the kids playing around outside, so if you can hear joyous noises of uh, fervour in the background, don't be alarmed. And in news item number four, Meta AI. Democratising access to large-scale language models with OPT-175B. Large language models. Natural Language Processing, or NLP, systems with more than 100 billion parameters have transformed NLP and AI research over the last few years. Trained on a massive and varied volume of text, they show surprising new capabilities to generate creative text, solve basic math problems, answer reading comprehension questions, and more. While in some cases the public can interact with these models through paid APIs, full research access is still limited to only a few highly resourced labs. This restricted access has limited researchers' ability to understand how and why these large language models work, hindering process on efforts made to improve their robustness and mitigate known issues such as bias and toxicity. I hope it's none of that toxic stew. 
In line with Meta AI's commitment to open science, Meta is sharing Open Pre-Trained Transformer, or OPT-175B, a language model with 175 billion parameters trained on publicly available datasets to allow for more community engagement in understanding this foundational new technology. Chomp chomp into number five. Rethinking human in the loop for artificial augmented intelligence is an interesting new blog article by Zhongqiao Miao and Ziwei Liu, published by Bear, Berkeley Artificial Intelligence Research Lab. Some quotes. How do we build and evaluate an AI system for re- How do we- How do we build and evaluate an AI system for real-world applications? In most AI research, the evaluation of AI methods involves a training-validation testing process. The experiments usually stop when the models have good testing performance on the reported datasets, because real-world data distribution is assumed to be modelled by the validation and testing data. However, real-world applications are usually more complicated than a single training validation testing process. The biggest difference is the ever-changing data. For example, wildlife datasets change in class composition all the time because of animal invasion, reintroduction, recolonization, and seasonal animal movements. A model trained, validated, and tested on existing datasets can easily be broken when newly collected data contains novel species. Fortunately, we have out-of-distribution detection methods that can help us detect samples of novel species. However, when we want to expand the recognition capacity, i.e. being able to recognize novel species in the future, the best we can do is fine-tuning the models with new ground-truthed annotations. In other words, we need to incorporate human effort forward slash annotations regardless of how the models perform on previous testing sets. Ever since we started working on artificial intelligence, we have been asking ourselves, what do we create AI for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is this thing that we're creating it? What are we doing it for? Why are we killing ourselves like this? <laughs> At first, we believed that, ideally, AI should fully replace human effort in simple and tedious tasks such as large-scale image recognition and car driving. I don't find car driving tedious. Thus, we have been pushing our models to an idea called human-level performance for a long time. However, this goal of replacing human effort is intrinsically building up opposition or a mutually exclusive relationship between humans and machines. 
In real-world applications, the performance of AI methods is just limited by so many affecting factors like long-tailed distribution, multi-domain discrepancies, label noise, weak supervision, out-of-distribution detection ETC. Most of these problems can be somehow relieved with proper human intervention. The framework we proposed is just one example of how these separate problems can be summarized into high versus low confidence prediction problems, and how human effort can be introduced into the whole AI system. We think it is not cheating or surrendering to hard problems. It is a more human-centric way of AI development, where the focus is on how much human effort is saved rather than how many testing images a model can recognize. Before the realization of Artificial General Intelligence, or AGI, Aggie, we think it is worthwhile to further explore the direction of machine-human interactions and A2I such that AI can start making more impacts in various practical fields. And halfway through our news articles over at AI.Cooking Federated Scope, a flexible federated learning platform for heterogeneity. A new paper from Alibaba Group. Although remarkable progress has been made by the existing federated learning or FL platforms to provide fundamental functionalities for development, these platforms cannot well tackle the challenges brought by the heterogeneity of FL scenarios from both academia and industry. To fill this gap, in this paper, we propose a flexible federated learning platform named Federated Scope for handling various types of heterogeneity in FL. Considering both flexibility and extensibility, Federated Scope adopts an event-driven architecture to frame an FL course into event handler pairs. The behaviors of participants are described in handlers and triggered by events of message passing or meeting certain conditions in training. For a new FL application, developers only need to specify the adopted FL algorithm by defining new types of events and the corresponding handling functions based on participants' behaviors which would be automatically executed in an asynchronous way for balancing effectiveness and efficiency in Federated Scope. Meanwhile, towards an easy-to-use platform, Federated Scope provides rich built-in Federated Scope provides rich built-in algorithms, including personalization, federated aggregation, privacy protection, and privacy attack for users to conveniently customize participant-specific training, fusing, aggregating, and protecting.
Besides, a federated hyperparameter optimization module is integrated into federated scope for users to automatically tune their FL systems for resolving the unstable issues brought by heterogeneity. We conduct a series of experiments on the provided easy-to-use and comprehensive FL benchmarks to validate the correctness and efficiency of federated scope. We have released Federated Scope for users on Git at URL github.com forward slash Alibaba forward slash Federated Scope to promote research and industrial deployment of federated learning in a variety of real-world applications. Huh. Seven... Hugging Face reaches $2 billion valuation to build the GitHub of machine learning. Hugging Face has closed a new round of funding. It's a $100 million Series C round with a big valuation. Following the latest funding round, Hugging Face is now worth $2 billion. Lux Capital is leading the round, with Sequoia and Kotu investing in the company for the first time. Some of the startup's existing investors participated once again. These investors include Addition, Betaworks, AIX Ventures, Signy Capital, Kevin Durant, and Olivier Pomel. Are you hungry for more? Here is your eighth bite. Unlocking zero-source machine learning translation to support new languages in Google Translate. New article from Google AI. Building machine translation systems for the next thousand languages, we describe how to build high-quality monolingual datasets for over a thousand languages that do not have translation datasets available, and demonstrate how one can use monolingual data alone to train MT models. As part of this effort, we are expanding Google Translate to include 24 under-resourced languages. For these languages, we created monolingual datasets by developing and using specialized neural language identification models combined with novel filtering approaches. The techniques we introduce supplement massively multilingual models with a self-supervised task to enable zero-resource translation. Finally, we highlight how native speakers have helped us realize this accomplishment. Yep, the Universal Translator from Star Trek is on the way, being built by your super corporations worldwide. Number nine, a generalist agent. New article by DeepMind, the subsidiary of Google. Inspired by progress in large-scale language modeling, we apply a similar approach towards building a single generalist agent beyond the realm of text outputs. The agent, which we refer to as Gato, works as a multimodal, multitask, multi-embodiment generalist policy. The same network with the same weights can play Atari, caption images, chat, stack blocks with real robot arm and much more, deciding based on its context whether to output text, joint talks, button presses or other tokens. In this report, 
We describe the model and the data, and document the current capabilities of Gato. Here is a commentary about DeepMind's Gato by Andrew Ng, the famous AI educator. Gato is an impressive engineering feat. We don't find it so interesting that a giant neural network can do what 600 distinct smaller networks could do. But evidence that Gato might generalize across different tasks is fascinating. Specifically, the authors pre-trained Gato, fine-tuned it on four new tasks, and showed that, in most cases, the fine-tuned model outperformed models trained specifically for those tasks. We look forward to more research that evaluates the extent to which such networks, beyond memorizing various unrelated tasks, generalize across tasks and to new tasks. In other words, further progress in the direction indicated by the paper's title. A generalist agent. Double figures number 10. In other news, Intel's Habana Labs unveils Gaudi 2 Greco AI processors. At the hybrid Intel Vision event, Intel's Habana Labs team launched two major new products, Gaudi 2, the second generation of the Gaudi Deep Learning Training Processor, and Greco, the successor to the Goya Deep Learning Inference Processor. Intel says that the processors offer significant speedups relative to their predecessors and the competition. Gaudi 2 processors are now available to Habana's customers, while Greco will begin sampling to select customers in the back half of the year. Legs 11 Number 11 Amazon Invests in AI2 New $1 billion investment Amazon is investing $1 billion to spur supply chain fulfillment and logistics innovation and further improve the customer and employee experience. Amazon is creating a $1 billion venture investment program called the Amazon Industrial Innovation Fund or AIIF to spur and support innovation in customer fulfillment, logistics and the supply chain. As customers increasingly shop online and look for even faster delivery, Amazon continues to invent new ways to raise the bar on customer and employee experience while working with other companies focused on those fields. And AI-related investments from via this investment program are Module Founded in 2016 and based in Greenville, South Carolina, Module is developing wearable safety technology that enables real-time, personalized alerts and recommendations aimed at reducing injuries and, most notably, musculoskeletal. V-Man Founded in 2017 and based in Santa Clara, California, V-Man is developing computer vision and artificial intelligence solutions engineered to improve inventory management. Agility Robotics, founded in 2015 and based in Corvallis, Oregon. Agility Robotics is developing a bipedal walking robot, Digit, 
that addresses the mobility limitations of traditional robots so that machines can assist people wherever they are. Bionic Hive Founded in 2014 and based in Israel, Bionic Hive is developing an autonomous robotic solution that can adapt to existing shelving racks and boxes in warehouses and is capable of floor-to-ceiling functionality. Mantis Robotics Founded in 2020 and based in San Francisco, Mantis Robotics is developing a tactile robotic arm that uses sensor technology to cohesively work alongside people. Here are details about what module is offering. Mounted on a belt, the device monitors the wearer's behavior and surrounding conditions. External software analyzes the data and directs the device to deliver feedback. Supervisors can view the results on a software dashboard. The device uses six sensors to monitor in real time the user's posture, movement and location as well as ambient noise, lighting, temperature and air quality. Machine learning models that run in the cloud assign each user a score. For instance, lifting a heavy object using muscles in the lower back yields a lower score than using leg muscles. Given a high score, the system delivers feedback such as haptic vibration that signals a hazardous motion. It may alert supervisors of danger signs, for instance if a wearer stops moving or air quality degrades. The belts are equipped with radio frequency identification tags, allowing the system to track their locations. The system can send an alert if a worker isn't wearing a belt on a designated area or if a belt leaves the facility. Wow, how creepy is that? Ugh. I get it, it's all in the name of progress. I get it, all right? I get it. I get why you're here. I get why I'm here. It's fine. Moving on. Oh, our last piece of news this week is article number 12. New paper by Pranav Jevan and Amit Sethi from India from Indian Institute of Technology, Bombay. Convolutional X-Formers for Vision. Abstract. Vision Transformers, or VITs, have found only limited practical use in processing images in spite of their state-of-the-art accuracy on certain benchmarks. The reason for their limited use include their need for larger training datasets and more computational resources compared to convolutional neural networks, or CNNs, owing to the owing to the quadratic complexity of their self-attention mechanism. We propose a linear attention convolution hybrid architecture, convolutional X-formers for vision, or CXV, to overcome these limitations. Hmm, X-formers, sounds cool. We replace the quadratic attention with linear attention mechanisms such as performer, nistromformer, and linear transformer to reduce its GPU usage. Inductive prior for image data is provided by convolutional sublayers, thereby eliminating the need for class token and positional embeddings used by the VITs. 
We also propose a new training method where we use two different optimizers during different phases of training and show that it improves the top one image classification accuracy across different architectures. CXV outperforms other architectures. Token mixers, e.g. ConvMixer, FNet and MLP mixer. Transformer models, e.g. VIT, CCT, CVT and hybrid Xformers. And ResNets for image classification in scenarios with limited data and GPU resources, i.e. cores, RAM, power. Finally, the Knowledge Corner! Oh, that was loud bells. Not been that loud for ages. AI stocks. AI stocks are assets, shares in companies that are offering AI products in services. We are not talking here about AI stock trading. AI is shaping the future of stock trading. Using AI, robo-advisors analyze millions of data points and execute trades at the optimal price. Analysts forecast markets with greater accuracy and trading firms efficiently mitigate risk to provide for higher returns. When it comes to AI stocks, vaguely speaking, there are two categories. Categories that offer non-AI products and services in general that, however, have a lot of AI in their products and services, example, Apple, and the second category, companies specialized in AI, example, C3.AI. Best artificial intelligence stocks to buy according to various sources, combination of several lists. Alphabet Incorporated, stock symbol G-O-O-G, Goog. Amazon.com Incorporated, stock symbol AMZN, Amazon. Microsoft Corporation, stock symbol MSFT, MSFT. International Business Machines Corporation, stock symbol IBM. Meta Platforms Incorporated, formerly known as Facebook, stock symbol FB. DocuSign Incorporated, stock symbol. DocuSign Incorporated, stock symbol Docu. Dynatrace Incorporated, stock symbol DT. Workaday Incorporated, stock symbol WDay. C3.ai Incorporated, stock symbol AI. NVIDIA Corporation, stock symbol NVDA, NVDA. Micron Technology Incorporated, stock symbol MU. Alteryx, stop symbol, stock symbol AYX. Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company Limited, stock symbol TSM. Apple Incorporated, stock symbol AAPL. Here is more infos about C3.ai company to give you impression about pure AI stocks. C3.ai may be the closest thing on the stock market to a pure-play AI stock, as the AI in the company's name and its ticker might indicate. While the companies on the list previously mentioned are diversified tech giants or chip makers that have some business involved with AI, artificial intelligence is the entire focus of C3.ai. 
C3.ai is an SaaS or SaaS company whose architecture allows companies to deploy large AI applications. The company's tool helps its customers accelerate software development and reduce cost and risk. And they have a wide variety of applications. For example, the US Air Force uses C3 AI readiness to predict aircraft systems failures, identify spare parts and find new ways to increase mission capability. European utility company NG, OTC, ENGIY, is using C3 AI to analyze energy consumption and reduce energy expenditures. C3.ai is the first mover in its industry and says it isn't aware of an end-to-end -end enterprise AI development platform in direct competition with it. That unique positioning could make the company a big winner over the long term. Although the AI SAS market, SAS, AI SaaS market is evolving and could attract competition from big cloud infrastructure such as Amazon or Microsoft. This info might be relevant for stock trading. Who has the most AI patents? IBM, Microsoft and Google are the top patent holders in the AI domain with 3,594, 2,207 and 1,174 patent families respectively. This depicts that the US holds the largest AI patent portfolio. Note also, some AI-related companies like Neuralink, owned by Elon Musk, are not publicly traded yet, so no stocks available. Finally, if you, dear listener, have a suggestion of pure AI companies that are publicly traded, let us know about them via Twitter by tweeting at us on Twitter to CSB at Twitter handle at CSB or to me, Gregory, to Twitter handle at G7W7F7F. I am also on Mastodon at GWFF at noagendasocial.com. Same is about fresh AI news. Feel free to tweet them at us. Yes, I wholeheartedly concur. Any sort of feedback we get from any of you lot is always most welcome. No matter what it is. And that's it for this episode. Stay safe. Clump. And stay dangerous. Wonderful winners. Ah, the singularity is near. <laughs>